So guys, I am excited. I had a chance to chat with my friend Tamara a few days ago, learning about her year, how well she did. Then we said, why don't we put it on a podcast? So in this episode, you'll hear Tamara and I go deep in terms of her business, how she was able to do six figures a month, and the power of systems, you know, and how to leverage systems. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Welcome to Small Biz Tips with My Connections with your host, Julbert Abraham, where he invites successful six-figure or seven-figure entrepreneurs on the show to share their journey, their failure, their lessons, and tips that can help and inspire up-and-coming entrepreneurs. Hello, everyone. This is Gilbert Abraham. Welcome to Small Biz Tips. I'm here with my good friend, Tamara. How are you? How are you? I am fantastic. I want to say thank you for taking time out your day to share some of those amazing nuggets that you have that can help some other entrepreneurs around here. So tell us more about you, your company. You know, Tell us about Rob Digital, all the amazing things you guys are doing. Yeah, so um, coming off our biggest year in a uh, pandemic, um, really, uh, you know, after uh, having the first 10 days of the pandemic, have us mm -hmm. lose a third of our retainers. Wow. We closed out, um, you know, with a six figure month in December nice. that did put us, you know, over a benchmark. And it it, it is our biggest year ever. And, uh, we are now in 2021 in our um, decade year, uh, 10 years uh, we'll be celebrating this year. Congratulations. So, yeah. How does it, it feel? It feels amazing because I can't believe that I've worked, you know, for this business longer. It's actually, I've worked for this business now three times longer than I worked for any other company. Well, it's yours, right? So... <laughs> So who wouldn't want who wouldn't want to wake up and you know go to work um, when you're uh, when you're leading the charge you know absolutely so uh, I'm curious Rob Digital you know you guys had an amazing six figure month and an amazing year you know tell us one how'd you get started with this <laughs> yeah yeah so I mean it's pretty so I mean there's two two pieces to it and you and I have talked about this before yeah. you know I was I think a born entrepreneur um I even have weird memories of like I think I was trying to sell drawings that I was doing Oh my god I, I love it five or seven <laughs> I don't know but I did my first real business my mom um had to get for me it was an Avon lady route I don't Oh no wait 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 so you were an Avon rep before I was you were at 18? 13 Oh my God, you so, are an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, and I wasn't allowed to do it in my name. You know, my mom yeah. had to do it, but I was begging her. And I remember I had this little box under my bed that had all my little like bags that were the little Avon lady bags and I had everything organized. And, and awesome. I was selling to, I mean, I was, she must've drove her nuts because I was selling to people at her work and then she would have to bring in the box with all the bags and, you know she was like she ended up with a part-time job which she <laughs> did not want but she was a great mom and she encouraged it that's awesome um, yeah so that was you know that was my first um and I would say I was trying to figure it out but I would say I've probably had about 10 businesses wow. um, but 
Half of them were creative businesses that I was doing as a side hustle or just something. Gotcha. And I'll even actually have it. I just, this, I, I found this, this is, I have, I just found these. Um, what is that? Setting up this office in my attic. Um, <laughs> this is someone's ticklish. Um, this has my 201 phone number from when I was living in Jersey City and then hope again. <laughs> it was a really good phone number, um, 7585. Uh, and, you know, I was selling, let's see, it says, greeting cards, note cards, bookmarks, and calligraphy. Oh my God. And, uh, and I was selling it in like little boutiques and like card shops and-, and Wait, hold on. You made those cards and then go and sell them? Yeah, I was making gift, I was making like um, like greeting cards. I was making, nice. you know, like mixed media stuff, stamping stuff, painting. Um, and this was all <laughs> a side hustle when I was selling internet advertising at NJ.com in 1998. Wow. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, so that's like the entrepreneurial side, but the the way I got into the agency side and it really kind of, it, it meets in the middle is yeah. that I wanted to get into the agency world. I was working mm -hmm. in New York City at a company called Bacon's, which was a clipping service back <laughs> in the day. And they used to have these like, these books of editors that people would buy. And then eventually uh -huh. went onto CDs that were like databases of who you would want to send out press releases to. So it was like a PR thing. Mm -hmm. And someone who was a consultant um, who really like, I guess like, you know, took a shine to me. She really liked me and she, um, she wanted to introduce me to someone who worked at a huge agency, which was Bursa mm -hmm. Marksteller, uh, mm -hmm. the PR firm for that's Young and Rubicam, like it was like their sister PR firm, you know, international, worldwide, huge. And um, Ralph was the head of the creative, like agency, creative services group. He was mm -hmm. an SAP. Um, and so I had like a little informational interview with him on Valentine's Day. I remember <laughs> being there on Park Avenue South, this big <laughs> corner office. We had toys and uh, and he knocked my socks off. I was so impressed by him. And he's such a loving, amazing man. And um, a couple weeks later, he asked, he reached out to me and asked me to go to lunch with him. And this other guy who was vice chairman of the company at one point, president yeah. of the New York office, Andy. And they took me out and they made me a job offer. Wow. And to this day, he'll say, you know, um, I talked about my entrepreneurial spirit in that first meeting with him. And he just talked to Andy and he said, you know, if we're doing this, like she's, you have to meet her. She's our first hire. That's awesome. And, uh, I had no agency experience. I was 26. And <laughs> so I was the first employee of Cooper Katz and company, which he sold last year. Andy has passed away. Ralph sold it. And Sorry this was Ralph's first day of retirement. Wow. And uh, he is now, um, mentoring me like full-time we have <laughs> once a week Zoom that's time. awesome yeah it's, so, it's funny you said that how it comes full circle they're in hiring you now you have your own agency and now you retire and mentoring you and i said you <laughs> mentor me you 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 mentor me and now like he's mentored me all this time but yeah now you're retired like you can do this full time so now i can like hire you as a business coach or something. <laughs> he's i said now you know because it's all about me he yeah. left that's he awesome. Well, wow, I, you know, I, I think it's, you said something here. You said he's been mentoring you all this time. Since how I was has, six. Yeah, so how's that impact your business? What, what do you see like for entrepreneurs that doesn't have mentor? 
Oh God, that's so. That would probably be the answer of my last my last question. You said you were going to ask me about, um, you know, that you that you want to know, like what what I would tell. And I guess that maybe I, I'll say something else too, because that that is, you know, look for someone who has what you want. Mm. Um, look for someone who you just know that you can learn from. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, you don't have to set such a high standard of like, this is someone who's gonna mentor me for life, like Ralph has, you know, he's yeah. mentored me for almost as in many years as I was alive when I met him, right? I'm <laughs> old. So like, you know, it doesn't have to be that. It could be the person who's the right person at the moment uh -huh. um, for you to be learning from, but I would always, look for someone who you can learn from and you know who maybe you want to emulate them in certain yeah. ways you know maybe there's something that they just have that you maybe you know you'll never have that thing that uh -huh. they have but that you could learn um and because that's huge it's huge for anyone because now all the mistakes you would have made you could bounce that idea of someone else that have already gone through the, that path and, and you know, save you thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh my God. And, and I mean, things that you can't put a price on like sleep, exactly. yeah. um, stress that affects your health. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of things. I mean, I started off this year, you uh -huh. know, the morning of um, this year and gave a huge, you know, presentation to my team of, you know, what, what this year was going to be like. And we've, I've, made some hires full time and put some people Congrats. in positions that are, um, you know, what we really needed for, for scaling this year. And, um, and then I had a little bit of news an hour later that kind of affected mm. all of that, that I was able to talk to Ralph about. Um, and like, if I didn't have somebody who I could bounce that off of who had mm -hmm. 48 years of you know, working in this industry, I feel like I would have been, you know, not spiraling, but just kind of like in my head yeah. and not knowing what to do. And, you know, um, it's almost like insurance. It's like an insurance policy too. It's like- I, 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 oh, wow. This is awesome. I love how you compare mentorship to insurance policy. <laughs> Although sometimes you hate having insurance. You're like, I don't know what I'm paying for, but it's, it's worth having <laughs> it's peace of mind so when it something goes wrong you know and that is i mean that is part of what so mentors a lot of things you yeah, know i agree um, uh, so i have i have deeper questions here right you mentioned uh last year when you first got the year going you lost like a, a three quarters of your uh third revenue, third one third, third of our, a third of our retainer revenue the third from the retainer revenue due to everything that's happening in the world. And, you know, that must have been extremely challenging. So tell us more about, you know, that challenge. How did you guys go from that to having the most successful year? Yeah. So, all right. You know, so I will, I will say some of it was hard work and some of it was luck, right? Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, that's, you know that that usually but you were prepared for the luck so that's right. why it worked. Well, you know, <laughs> and the luck is still i feel like the luck is still happening so uh -huh. you know then you kind of look at it and it's like okay how much of it is luck 
Mm. Um, you know, maybe some of this that seems like it was just kind of grace and just kind of happened. Maybe it ha maybe it would have come, but if I wasn't in the place I was because I had built the systems, which was yeah. really a big focus for this year, mm. um, that I wouldn't have the confidence that when these opportunities were presented, that mm. I would have been, you know, um, just like, so ready to take it on, open, confident, yeah. you know, state of mind. Um, okay. That maybe it feels lucky, but maybe it's not as much. So you, from what I'm hearing is you have mindset, right? You have systems. Yep which I'm assuming is, is huge because as these opportunities coming through, if you didn't have the right systems in place, you couldn't get that six figure month that you had. No, definitely not. And, you know, I mean, some of it was, Hey, you know, the end of the year, sometimes depending on the clients you have, they're like, yeah. can I, can I write you a check now? I mean, I had small clients who were doing it too. Yeah. I had, you know, 1500 a month, you know, like small SEM retainer who was just like, can I pay you up front for the next four months? <laughs> Okay, you know they're like, oh, our tax burden looks like it's going to be bad. Can we just yeah, tax planning for fifteen grand? I'm like, okay, you know. Um, I think you know, then I also had money. other stuff we closed that I didn't get paid in the end of the year. Mm -hmm. You know, that was like an eight grand deposit on something that was just a partial payment on something, and they were like, well, we want to wait till next year. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I I think that the system stuff is really huge i think it's huge for the um it even affects like the the confidence and the culture of the team mm. because they're like they, they know they know what's going on like you know our sauna is so tight you know mm. um like our project so that's the tool that you guys software, use oh. that's that's what we're using and we've used a bunch over the years and you know all of that stuff they're just they're just clicking away in there, you know, awesome. the wiki so, for our company now, yeah. you know, if somebody starts, we have loom videos, somebody's new, they yeah. can, they can hit the ground running. I never watched the videos. Boom. You don't have to waste time in training. So yeah, I had, I had a folder in Google drive with a bunch of SOP <laughs> documents in it. <laughs> like we're a digital agency. We can do better than that. Yeah. There we go. Now we yeah. have a wiki and it's pretty too. <laughs> I love it. I, I love how the fact that you said systems and you're not just talking about uh, systems of onboarding clients, but systems of onboarding employees, right? So a lot of us uh, entrepreneurs, when we hear systems, we don't understand that there's system for everything. <laughs> you know, if you want to sell the product better, you need to systemize it. If you want to take care of the employees, you got to have system in place, or you're going to spend a lot of time training that one person coming on board or that two or three person, but you mentioned you use, you have all those docs. So they watch the videos. They know what to do. Yeah. The project management tool, Asana. I, I look at it as three things. So for us, mm -hmm. we have three things and I look, this is, I made it really simple in my head. Yeah. And now it's like, it's kind of like they say like the three-legged stool, right? Mm -hmm. So it's the how, which is our wiki. How do we do everything? Mm -hmm. And we have the, what, what am I doing? What are we mm -hmm. doing? What, what needs to be done for the client, that's the what, that's Asana, mm -hmm. that's our project management software. And then the where is where all the assets live, where you know templates live, folders, mm -hmm. and that's Google Drive, and that's it. That's wow. to run our agency, that's what we need. But like, 
I've thought that for a long time. So to like frame this in the perspective of an entrepreneur and I'm almost like worst case scenario because I'm an artist, you know, <laughs> as you know, like that's just, yeah, free spirit, yeah. you know, free spirit, like, you know, over in this corner over here that you can't see, I have an art studio set up. Like uh-huh. I'm an artist. So I'm a creative who's an entrepreneur and entrepreneurs do not like to be tied down and uh-huh. systems and processes feel really controlling <laughs> and it's like I'm an ideas person I have vision yeah, you know? yeah and so I I find in my experience and maybe every entrepreneur that you talk to on this show is not you know this case but for me um I have resisted systems mm. for you know, 25 years of my career. I remember being at big, bigger agencies, healthcare, digital agencies, working on stuff for Novartis and being Mm. like, I am not filling out that timesheet. Like (laughs) eventually they'll just give up. (laughs) Now I, I, I realized that you've been resisting it for so long. What made you say yes this time? Was it the person you were working with and the simplicity of it? Yeah. Uh, both. (laughs) So one was, I got it, Mm -hmm. right? What I just said to you, like, I just needed to hear it in that right way. It's kind of like, there's that, like, um, that saying, it's like, first there's awareness that Mm -hmm. my awareness was um, during the chaos of that beginning time where we had been losing all that work, which really was the first 10 days. Mm -hmm. And we lost all of our stuff that wasn't healthcare. um, And not all of it, but we lost a bunch. And it just felt like this one night I was trying to pitch something. I was trying to get it, something together and I couldn't find anything. And mm. I just was pulling my hair out. It was 7.30 on a oh, Thursday. And I said, Everything's broken. <laughs> and nobody was working. Everybody was off and I couldn't get this done. And I actually reached out to Kelly Campbell. Yes, Kelly. Because she has coached me. <clears throat> and I reached out to her and she said, you know, she's worked with me and she was like, you really need the help with the systems. And I was like, I know, like, and so that was the awareness. So that was then the acceptance came really quickly yep. after that. And I jumped right into action. Sometimes you don't, that's that mm. three A's. Sometimes you don't, sometimes you get awareness, but you just don't accept it for a long time and you bang your head against wow. the wall. Wow, awareness, acceptance, me. action. Yeah. Oh man. And she introduced me to Juliana. Yes, I know Julia. And so, so scale time. And so um scale labs and she, you know, scaletime.co. She has um she, you know, she's helped. I just got off my my call with her um in my little cohort and we just got <laughs> our meeting uh from awesome. one and it's it's you know, it's really really helped us get to where we are now. And it's not about right now. I'm I'm not about scaling you know, scaling revenue, revenue, revenue. Yeah. I want to scale profit. Like, yeah. you know, so. Mm, wow. Oh my God. You, you got to say that again. You're not about scaling revenue. You're about I'm, scaling I, profit. I don't care as much about scaling the, the revenue. I mean, I do obviously yeah. because I can't scale the profit without scale. At so some revenue. point, yeah. I'd be doing both. But, you know, if, if, I, if I were to double my revenue this year, but... I actually did it with maybe one more person on my team or maybe two people Uh who were 1099s and supporting me in like maybe a dev role and maybe, you know, um, you know, maybe a content role. Like 
then the profit, because I'm yeah. an entrepreneur. And the truth is, is that, you know, there have been times where like, I'm not putting that much in my pocket. Mm -hmm. like, I'm supporting a team and, you know, putting food on a lot of people's tables, not a lot, but a, you know, <laughs> a growing table. <laughs> and, you know, and the bottom line is, is that this year I do, I, I have no shame in that. I want to yeah. put money in my pocket. Of course. You, you know, know you and <laughs> doing the great work that we do and be excited about it. And the work with Juliana now is about having more freedom to do the stuff that I love, yes. which for me is sales and, you know, some of the client management, the top mm. levels, that top stuff and strategy yep. on the bigger projects. Those are the things I love wow. getting creative, you know? Wow. wow. This, this was so many gems, uh, so many, oh my God, value bombs. So to wrap this up, because <laughs> we're coming to an end, you know, what is the one tip that you would give to any entrepreneur right now um, that's going through this pandemic, that all lost, not sure how to get to that 100K month mark? You know, what is that one tip you would like to give and share with them? Yeah. So, so I already said about the mentor, so we can't use that one again. Nope. <laughs> um, they can definitely use that as a takeaway. The other one, honestly, and I think when you and I were talking the other day, I might've said to you about um, my girlfriend, her husband said to her, um, when, when she, whenever she or the girls do something and they mess up or the, the, you know, she has a dinner, she tries and she, it's a total mm -hmm. fail. He just goes, it's okay, Melissa, you're a good trier. <laughs> and I said, I'm stealing that. And mm -hmm. take it a little bit further for me, you know, I have that thing where it's like, uh, you know, if you talk to any billionaire success story or somebody who just does what they love and are really mm -hmm. successful and happy, they will tell you that unless you fail, there is no success. Like you have to fail in order to succeed. If otherwise, if you're not trying, then you're not going to fail at some stuff and you're yeah. never going to end up having successes. So yeah. the one thing I would say is try, but when you're an entrepreneur, be conscious and conscientious that trying and just being all over the place with the trying mm. that you need to kind of containerize, have some guardrails to your trying. So focus, um, you know, for me, my takeaway from this past week of some of the things that I'm working on, mar some marketing mm. stuff for my business is containerizing that because I can go crazy with it <laughs> what I do for a living and I can be all over the place and excited and coming up with offers and this and that. And it's like, no, I'm even blocking off time in the calendar. This is the only time Structure. I'm working on this for us mm -hmm. because, and then if I want to do it on the weekend, I can, but it's like, try, test, just what I would do for a client, right? Yeah. Um, but also like some guardrails here, you know, yeah. just because uh, otherwise it's just a lot of ideas, a lot of ideation, mm -hmm. um, but no focus. And then it's just going to be a lot of failure. <laughs> You're not going to get the successes. <laughs> wow. I love it. Thank you. This was amazing. Tamara. How do people get in touch with you? Okay. So, um, best ways, uh, to email me. Um, so it's Tamara, T-A-M-A-R-A -A at Rob. My last name is R-O-B-B digital.com. Um, you can go on our site. You can check out our site. Um, we also have, you know, I have a personal 
um, Instagram that is, you know, Tamara Rob. I also have, uh, I think it's Tamara J. Rob, actually, now I think about it. But we have our Rob Digital um, Instagram and Facebook. You can find those, you know, Facebook slash and then LinkedIn. Um, it is Tamara Rob. If you go, if you do the LinkedIn dot in. And that's Rob with R-O-B-B, R-O-B-B, right? yep. Good guys, definitely check out Tamara. She's an amazing digital marketer. She has an awesome team in Jersey. I know all of them. So I love these guys. You um, trained Haley. You've done <laughs> yeah. So, and you know, we think the world of you. Thank you. This was amazing. Have Thank a great you. day, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Tips. For more, subscribe to our YouTube channel and connect on LinkedIn and Instagram at Jeff Abe Online. And check out our website at www.abrahamglobal.com.